Irish voters will be going to the polls in November to vote on changes to the constitution that if passed would, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar said yesterday, set Ireland on track to be a world leader on gender equality in all its forms. The proposals for constitutional amendments will be published in June. The recommended amendments to Articles 40 and 41 of the Constitution include the woman within the home reference. Now, the referendum or referendums on gender equality follow a special citizens' assembly that was established to examine and suggest ways that women in Ireland could enjoy more equal treatment. Catherine Day, the former Secretary-General of the European Commission, chaired the citizens' assembly that made 45 recommendations around gender inequality. And Catherine Day, you're very welcome to studio. Thank you very much. Uh, You and your assembly said you wanted big change. Do you believe that that is what is coming now? Well, um, you mentioned that the citizens adopted 45 recommendations, so three of them relate to the Constitution. And that's what's going to happen in the next couple of months. But um, the other recommendations cover a huge range of areas from uh, improved childcare to getting rid of gender stereotypes to um, boosting um, female leadership in increasing the numbers in the Doyle, in sports uh, bodies, in private and public company boards. So a whole raft of uh, things. So the constitutional change would be very important because the constitution is the highest form of Uh, law in the land and that sets out our aspirations as a society and how we agree to be governed and that's why putting in something in the constitution that explicitly refers to gender equality and non-discrimination would signal that's the kind of Ireland that we want to live in. Um, I think most people would agree that the reference to the woman in the home it belongs to another era. The Constitution was drafted in 1937. But what's very important uh, coming out of the Citizens' Assembly is they don't just want that clause deleted. They want it replaced by an obligation on the state to provide, to take reasonable measures to provide care for people. So, yeah, And what does that mean? And, and uh, Leo Varadkar did refer to this yesterday, but wh- what do you see going into the Constitution? Well, um, it's interesting because the citizens deliberately decided not to recommend a precise wording. They were not legally qualified to do that. But they, what they want is something that obliges the state to take reasonable measures to support care within the home and the wider community. And the language that was um, is now recommended from the Joint Theroctus mm-hmm. Committee, which looked at the report, is very similar. Um, and what people want is um, an obligation on the state to take to define how care will be given to those who need it. One would hope that there would be no need for individual citizens to go to the court in future to invoke that right. To, to vindicate yes. that right. But, but they, would ha- they would have that right. Legislation. Uh, yes, it will certainly, well, it, it will require probably legislation, but also policy. And the hope, I think, would be that once this obligation on the state would be in the constitution, that government departments would then follow through in terms of um, providing a, a real care. And what the citizens is there a danger of, of lip service, though? And is there a worry that you make changes to the constitution, but there isn't any follow through? Well, I would certainly hope not. I mean, one has to presume that the government is in good faith if it's going to put the question to the people. And also having the obligation in the constitution would then uh, focus minds on, OK, we have this obligation, how do we do it? 
our assembly took place during COVID, so care was an enormous issue for all of the citizens. And we all give and receive care in the course of our lifetimes. And what they want is better conditions, better paying conditions for those who give us the care, a proper career structure, which they don't have at the moment, etc., etc. Mm. But also more choice on the part of people who re- who need care, okay. uh, whether that's parents uh, looking for childcare. And you highlight care, I think, is one of the essential elements Absolutely. in the, the referendums that are coming yes. in November. But in the course of his comments yesterday, Leo Varadkar also said there is never anything straightforward about changing the constitution. He also talked about uh, a low turnout. Um, Have you worries around that? Have you worries about maybe unintended consequences? Um, Always. I mean, anytime you ask people a question, it's risky because you don't know what they're going to say. I do think um, the Citizens' Assembly gives um, reasonable confidence because you take a representative group of people, you give them time and space and information to think through these issues. And that's what happened um, in the one on gender equality. So I would be confident that uh, the recommendations reflect a a truly representative sample of public opinion in Ireland. But now it will be up to um, uh, not only uh, political leaders to campaign for it, but also all of the organisations who spoke to the citizens and who Care, who, who, who take an interest uh, in and these they topics. they have already, some of yes. those groups, as you say, have already And I think it will be very important the, the to, encourage, of a, of a to encourage a high turnout. A, a final question to you, though, around uh, asylum and international protection, because you chaired an advisory group on the, protect- on the provision of support for asylum seekers. You talked uh, about building new reception centres. You talked about a state agency for accommodation and integration of asylum seekers. How disappointed are you at a lack of progress? Well, I think we have to take into account that there's been an extraordinary situation with the numbers of people seeking refuge in Ireland, whether they are Ukrainians or whether they are under international protection. Uh, but we, we do uh, strongly encourage the government to make use of the fact that the state owns land, that the state has a budget. The state is spending a lot of money on emergency accommodation, which we think would be better uh, deployed providing accommodation on state owned land, even if it's um, of a, of a temporary mm-hmm. kind because people are not ex- uh, those who apply for protection here are not expected to spend their lives in it they're expected to pass through and either have their application accepted in which case they move on and they, they build their lives right. in Ireland or it's not accepted and they have to leave so it, it's a need for temp- quality temporary accommodation mm-hmm. through which people can pass Catherine Day thank you very much indeed for your time this morning